Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Anna Arsienko. Anna is a Ukrainian girl and a Green Heart alumna, currently a 12th grade senior in an American school finishing her education in Texas. Anna was an active participant in American clubs last year, and next year she will study business management. Anna loves singing, drawing, and volunteering, and she received an honor medal for raising the Ukrainian flag. She received the Award of Excellence in Drawing. Her picture was selected for Rodeo. She took second place in her town, Kiev, for participating in the Minor Academy of Ukraine. Minor Academy of Ukraine, her topic was computer slang in ninth grade, and she was an honor student throughout her high school. Anna, how are you today? Uh, Hello, I'm great. What about you? I'm feeling grateful to be alive, really happy and excited to discover more about you. So I'll begin with this nice first question. If your friends, the people who know you best, could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Uh, My friends would describe me as ambitious, confident, and thoughtful person. Ambitious because I am always ready to take new opportunities and I'm open for all the new opportunities. Thoughtful because I always listen to people, I always think about different ideas, I'm open to new ideas, and I make right choices. And also confident because during my exchange here in America, I have developed my self-confidence. I met so many friends that I'm still connected with, and I'm so, so grateful for them. Thank you. That's so interesting and actually rare. So I'll begin asking about one aspect. When it comes to being ambitious, when it comes to going out of your comfort zone, a lot of people, maybe they're scared, they stay with the routine, they don't want to try new things and risk failure. What motivates you or what mindset or beliefs do you have that allow you to face those risks and actually be comfortable with the discomfort of going out of your comfort zone? I was mostly a quiet person all of my life, but American high school changed me a lot. I have joined a lot of clubs because I was really interested to find out about more things and to find more friends. I was honestly so, so scared to as you said, go out of my comfort zone and to speak to people. But my advice is just start doing small steps as I did. 
I was so, so scared and nervous before I met my best friend. And I just went and I talked to her and I introduced myself and asked about her name. And that's how we kind of clicked out together and became best friends. So my advice that you cannot be bored with self-confidence, I think, but you can develop this as I developed my self-confidence. Just go out and try to speak to people because our world is so small and that's how I met all the precious people and all the wonderful people in my life just to talking to people. <laughs> I understand and it's interesting that you mentioned the American high school system and how it allowed you to open up to try many activities. Maybe now as someone with experience and education in Eastern Europe and in Europe, what do you think are some positive things that the educational system in Ukraine or in other parts of Europe can learn from American high schools so that all the students can explore more before they decide what to study? In my Ukrainian school, for example, we did not have any choice to choose our subjects. We were provided with subjects that we must take in order to graduate. And the one thing that I really like about American high schools that schools actually give you a choice. I was always into business and stuff. And in Ukraine, I didn't have an opportunity to take business classes and to develop myself more in these spheres. But when I came to America, I got four elective classes and I chose all the four business classes. So I think it's really important to give your students a choice to choose some subjects. Of course, we, we had some core subjects that I, I took. I took mathematics, science, and um, history, for example. But in my opinion, it's also really important to give students a choice, as American school does. Thank you. And you spoke about your fascination and interest in the topic and the subject of business. How did you come to this conclusion? What is the story behind it? How did you know that it's interesting for you and why? Back in Ukraine, I read a lot of books about different famous like business partners and I went to forum. It was called Big Money with different speakers. I participated in different projects also in Ukraine. I was in Klitschko Foundation. We had a project and it was called Debate and Public Speaking. That was really, really interesting. And I remember when I was choosing my American subjects, I called my friend and asked advice. And so my friend, he told me that he chose business classes, business management, information, computer science, and he really enjoyed it. So that's why I decided to also try myself in this spheres and I chose two electives. I chose business, business uh, management and business information systems. Also, I have joined the Business Principles of American Club that helped me a lot with my skills. And I would say that how I fell in love with business classes because of my experience and because how teachers taught us and they told us different insights. We met so many speakers in um, 
America, and we even developed our own own project and we sold some things, did fundraising, and all this experience has helped me a lot to understand that I want to be that I want to major in um, business marketing. And also this year, as a senior, I'm taking business principles and marketing. And actually, only this year in my new school, we developed a new project, first time in our whole entire school program, that we bought some um, snacks and stuff, and we sold them and made some profit for our school. And that was really great experience for me also. Yes. Thank you. The interesting part, and I will ask you, since you have both an interest and a fascination in business and an experience in volunteering, a lot of volunteer organizations could be run much, much better if they were run using business methods and tools, maybe even for marketing. Is this something that you think about? Or, for example, in Ukraine, you think that most of the volunteering organizations are run in using the best practices from business? Or is this something you want to add? Or what's your perspective on this topic? I would say that most volunteering organizations in Ukraine, and I all think in America, they are no profit. So that means that all the money that probably can be collected are going back to organization. And I think that... For instance, in what projects have I participated? Uh, what I would say, like to improve, probably it's a business financing because it's really, really important to like write down where expensive went, where expenses went, and how did they manage money. But in my opinion, most of the volunteering organizations in Ukraine, for example, my phone friends, I was a volunteer in. Um, this organization they did not collect any money and in my opinion most volunteer organizations do not collect money so they don't don't really need probably these business skills that's probably more for businesses who are actually doing something with money in my opinion thank you and as someone who will graduate in business marketing what is the ideal position or goal for you that you would love to make your career? Or do you dream of becoming a female entrepreneur? What is your ambition when it comes to business? So actually, right now I'm a senior, so I do not have major yet in high school, but I'm planning to pursue my um, degree in, in the university by business management degree. And after I'll graduate from university, I'm really planning to become an entrepreneur. And I really want to open a Ukrainian business that I can hire and work with, with a team from Ukraine and sell different Ukrainian stuff. For example, I'm really into doing different toys from the pool. And I really want to share Ukrainian culture with Americans. So my business in the future would definitely be connected with Ukrainian culture. And also I will donate if I would have a business. I would also be like non-profit organization. So I will donate and I will contribute to my business more to develop it. And 
Yes, definitely my business will be connected with Ukrainian culture in the future. I love that. That's absolutely patriotic and really awesome. And before we speak about Ukraine, what is your advice to some girls or younger women who want to be as active as you, who want to be involved with many, many, many things, but they say, well, all my time is spent studying, or how do I do it without burning out, or what's your productivity method, and your advice for them in order to reach more of their goals within the limited time of the day? I can agree with that. My studying takes a lot of time <laughs> from me, but what I can recommend that And burning out is actually a really important topic that sometimes can happen also to me. But when I feel that I'm going, like, my my productivity is running out, I'm just trying to take a break and spend time with myself and not fill my day with other activities. Uh, What I did when I did not have any time, I studied at night, but it's not a good option, of course. And also, for example, when you go to uh, school or to work, I listen to different podcasts like yours. I watch different YouTube videos because I had some time on my way home or on my way way to school and it was productive time. I watched a lot of TED Talks and I searched about different volunteering options. It's so difficult to connect active life with studying I can relate to that for 100%. But my advice would be just not focus like too much on studying. Studying is really, really important, but developing yourself is also really important. So just try to schedule your plans um, in advance. And that's how you can find some time probably. Or for example, when you do something like homework, you can probably turn on some music or like some videos in the background that can help you and motivate you. And also when I'm studying, I'm always listening to calm music to just study and be productive. So probably that's how I would recommend you to do. Thank you. That's great advice. I actually recommend the same things that you do. And to ask you about February 24th, I know the war in Ukraine already started in 2014. Some people argue it started for hundreds of years, but the invasion, the full-scale war on February 24th, when you were not probably in Ukraine, but how did you hear about that? Did you believe it? How was your emotion. Tell me about everything that happened in your mental health, etc. from that day until today. So before Russia, like in two weeks before Russia invaded Ukraine, it was all over the news and all the planes were taken out of Ukraine with all the like American citizens. And I was so scared for my family and for my friends and for all their relatives. And I told them that probably Russia is going to invade us again. But my relatives did not really believe it. And they said that because Russia 
kept us all in fear for like the long time, for eight years. Even though I remember when I was small, when the war started, I was nine in 2014. And every day I was living with my family in fear, like with many Ukrainians, that Russia will invade us again sometime. We even, I remember when I was in Ukraine, we even packed some clothes already. We had some clothes, um, one second, one second. In two weeks before Russia invaded Ukraine, planes started taking out of Ukraine with American citizens. And that's how I understood that something is going wrong. And I called my parents and I was talking with my relatives, but they did not really believe it because Russia kept us in fear since 2014. And we were expecting that they would like, we were, we left, we live in fear all, like I lived in fear all my years as many Ukrainians. And it was kind of, I would say probably usual that people did not think Russia is actually that crazy that they would invite us again. And I remember on February 24th, I was sitting talking with my mom on my phone and I heard the explosion in my mom's window. We live in Kyiv and I went to news, into Telegram accounts and I watched news and it said that Russia officially invited Ukraine in 2022 again. I was I was so scared. I, I did not know how could I help it. It was 11 p.m. Uh, by American time. And I was looking with my mom. They started packing their clothes. My mom, she was crying and she said that if they would not survive, she wanted someone to take care of me. Those were the most heartbreaking words I've ever heard from my mom. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I was shaking and I was crying because I had no idea how could I help sitting in America in a safe place while my dear Ukraine was bombing by Russia with all the strikes and bombs. I just, I was frustrated because I had no idea <clears throat> how I could help that night. And so my family, they started packing their clothes and they left. And all this one week, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. The next day of school, my host mother, she asked me if I want to stay home or if I want to go to school. And I decided to go to school and to be strong. So I went to school, but I was constantly on the phone with my mom, with my friends, with all of my relatives. It was horrific because all the school was talking about this. And I felt horrible inside. I was, I felt so, so horrible and terrible when everyone was talking about this. And even in the bus station, in the bus, in the school bus, everyone was talking so, so loud about this. And I was literally crying because I didn't know because I knew it was going with my country and I still couldn't believe it that Russia actually did it. And I was crying. And when I went, when I went home after bus, I was in tears because I didn't know what to do. But then I realized that I have a chance here in America to spread the world and somehow help Ukraine. 
And so the next day I went to my student council. I was a part of student council and the student council, I told all my group of like 130 people of what is going on and how we can donate and how we can help. And I got invited to different news stations. I got, I gave interviews and I also went to Veterans Memorial Park and raised Ukrainian flag. That's why I was honored with the medal. But those months were horrific. I still, I don't know, those months is just because I didn't know what to do. And those months, I can think about those months clearly in my head because everything was going on. And I did not know even when I slept, when I ate, because I was so nervous about everyone in Ukraine that they would be safe. It was so, so horrible. I still can't believe that in 21st century, there is a war going in my country and people are still dying. And the most scariest thing that some people are forgetting, Ukraine is not really on news anymore. And people are getting used to this. And that's so, so terrible and horrible. I agree. And part of reminding people of the struggle of Ukrainian is even the little bit that this podcast is doing. And all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Hello, I'm Slava. Thank you. And before we finish, you said that if you start a business, you would love to use it in a way to share the culture of Ukraine with the world and with people from the U.S. A little bit. If some people don't really know the culture of Ukraine, maybe they don't have Ukrainian friends or never visited, how can you share some information about Ukrainian culture so people get curious to learn more? When I was in America, I shared with people about all our culture, about Vishwanka. Vishwanka is the Ukrainian word for traditionally styled shirt or dress. And I even bring some Vishwanka to America with me to give to people to know how this look like and what is it and about its story because every Vishwanka has different stories depending from what series you're from. Also, I told Americans about Patrykivska Rospis. Patrykivska Rospis is like a type of Ukrainian art and it's really, really beautiful. Back in history, people used to use this Patrykivska Rospis to decorate their houses and to decorate different, um, to kitchen and all the stuff, like painting. Also, I will tell about borscht. It's Ukrainian national dish and vareniki. Borscht is a soup with a red bit. It's not Russian because some people think, think it's Russian. And no, it's not Russian. It's Ukrainian national dish as well as vareniki. And I can talk a lot about Ukrainian culture but I can also recommend different accounts in Instagram and in Google that you can look for and find some more information. For example, if you would type in your Instagram field Ukrainian culture, you'll find multiple accounts with different features that are telling about our Ukrainian culture. And also, if you would just search on YouTube like Ukrainian culture, the most famous Ukrainian tradition, you will be also able to find this because we have so many traditions and 
Ukraine is actually a wonderful country, and I'm so proud to be Ukrainian. <laughs> Thank you so much, Anna. I mean, really, the world and everyone supports Ukraine. I really wish for you success in your goals and in sharing the Ukrainian culture. I wish peace and victory for Ukraine. And again, all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Hello, I'm Slava. And thank you so much for inviting me here. It's really important for me. And also, I just want to say thank you for all the people who are supporting Ukraine. It's really meaningful for us. Thank you. You are welcome. And thank you again for participating in this project. And I really loved talking to you, recording this episode, and I wish you to keep going.